0: and tell them that I sent you, and that you have it for me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed, because they will also put your podcast in other platforms, and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. I finally reviewed one of the Bollywood Hall movies I decided to review now. And this Indian movie is called, and I hope I'm saying it right, so let me just double check. Of Havali. Pirani Havali. I hope I'm saying it right. This is one of those Ramsey Bollywood horror movies, and it just released a collection for Volume 2, so check it out. Bollywood Horror Collection Volume 2. And, um, Harani Havali is not like any other indie, Bollywood Indian movies I've seen before in the past, because this one took a twisted religious setting that a Hindi setting when it's supposed it to stop with the demon but this movie has three different genres in it a romantic genre, like your simple poor boy loves rich girl a comedy setting which was supposed to be a spoof of um, cholet of God which was the best part of the movie by the way to be honest with you it was very funny and I actually enjoyed it and of course the horror part which your typical Ramsey horror about this hairy monster running around killing people but you don't really see too much of that. You see part of it in the beginning and in the middle you see the haunting part of it. But when you see the end you, you see the monster going around killing people. I was only really spoiled, but this is the typical part of how we you into this, then you know what you get it. It's not bad. It's to me it's good. I actually enjoyed it. So the point is like I say it's just three different stories. And mainly it was supposed to be a bomb monster that looked like to me he kinda looked but he has eyes like a Hulk. You know there were Hulk TV series where you forever go tons of the Hulk. I mean, excuse me, Bill Bixby tons of to the Hulk. You see that glowing white eye thing? He has that eye contact style. And the monsters, it's like a old man, a bunch of hair, killing people. I think that's all it is. And but one thing, like I said, one thing in the stories is they use the Catholic religion with a cross and Jesus Christ as a center for this movie to stop the demon instead of a Hindi. Religious thing, so this is something new for me. As being Indian and watching a lot of Bollywood movies, especially Hollywood movies, that's something new for me. But that's what the movie is about. But you got good different it's a mass comedy, Marvel based, all good. It's very enjoyable. Check it out and I'll be ready for my next review for the next movie set. So. movie called lovers in blood and um the thing with this movie is, is a bollywood movie and it's it's practically more it has actually i think it's english dubbed so pretty much you understand it one more time it's called lovers in blood but this movie is about it's like a serial killer killing male people male lovers making out for a reason, I don't want to ruin any spoilers, but um, you see the clip before that you see a comic scene with cat fight and you have two male fight scenes in it. But um, it, it's, it's bl- you have your blood, but it's not like Fire 13 or anything. But it's a good movie, it's really good to enjoy if you want to see something different. And um, pretty much, and not only that, for Indian, Indian Hall movie, there's no sinning and dancing in this movie. Which, like you say, is kind of cool. When you see a whole movie, you want to see people sitting and dancing while somebody's getting killed. I mean, come on, give me a break. Um, There is nudity in this movie, yes. You see Indian girls throwing their boobs. You see some tea. And you see some TNA action, I would say. And, um. i said, um, rent it or own it if you find it. Lovers in blood this is a simple thriller movie killing tits and it's Indian and it's dubbed in English show you can't go wrong with that all right enjoy my novel movie Kiyobashi is like samurai with yokai monsters and this is part what I'm talking about and the origin story for Kiyobashi is that he's a werewolf like a samurai, known samurai, ro- ronin werewolf warrior. And it's all that he trusted humans one time. He let the humans into a village and then the humans betrayed him. And massacred all his people, his family, his werewolf family. You know, they all died except for him and his with this, this giant sized boomerang. So as the story goes on, he stumbled upon a town. And I'm not 100% right because this has been a long time I saw this movie. So bear with me, if I'm wrong, let me know. Kiyobashi Pokemon was like, he stumbled upon a town with yokai monsters, which kills, like, I think they kill humans. They're bad humans anyway, like, sex, gambling, you know. So, um, then, of course, you got the humans that hate the yokai monsters, and they start massacring. I don't mean to reveal any spoilers, but, you know, it's pretty obvious what the movie is. That They, they masquerade the yokai monsters, and Kiyobashi has to protect these people against the evil humans, you know. And he stopped fighting it's a, lot, it's a lot of good action, a lot of good samurai sword fighting slashing Kiyobashi Paul 1 is really, really fucking good So you won't go be disappointed, you can rent it or own it The time I saw the movie, I rented it So, that was, that was a long time ago And this is before I did my movie blogs Because if I did the movie blogs back then, I would definitely review this movie with the clip But right now, that was a long time ago, so I'm not going to go through it right now You know, maybe next time I might show you a clip now let's talk about Kiyobashi Two. In this case, like I said, if I did these movie blogs back then, guess what Kiyobashi Two would be? It would be a piece of shit DVD. Now I don't remember the plot really well, but I can tell you this: the girl with the boomerang that made her appearance in Part One, she didn't make her appearance in Part Two and full, which means Kiyobashi was the woman with the boomerang actually face the show about this time. With this time she has a partner also, like he's a dirty samurai warrior, you know? And he was hanging around with her, you know, just chilling. Anyway, um, she should sure remember part two well, I can't remember part two if you really will, but they had this fight scene where the boomerang woman and the werewolf samurai finally team up together to battle this main demon, this yokai demon, and it was stupid because they both turned into werewolves. And you could go on YouTube because some guy actually put the clip for that scene of the werewolves doing like ballet, sam- it's like ballet, they're like dancing around. But it was a stupid scene. But all in all, the whole movie of Kiribachi 2 was just plain boring. It was corny. You have some slices, of cutting, but it was just something about the movie, it was just so boring. It put me to sleep, I had to see it a second time. I had to see it the third time to see understand what was going on. The monsters. He fight monsters also, but it was like okay type of monsters to he fight with. But it was just somehow was the whole movie was boring and and corny and even the ending tops it all off as making it more stupid right now I'm going on cinema cop list slash angry nerd on you and I'm not trying to hype it up but I'm just being real. It's just boring, it's hard to explain, but check you too if you want because of course I cannot say you can't watch it because if you see part one you're gonna see part two anyway, right? So um check it out hope you enjoy the trailers I'm sorry I can't show no clips because I don't want to go back renting it again because I've already seen the movie you know so I'm done with it for now you know I'm thinking about seeing it again after refreshing my memory I'm just showing you the talking about it now because I don't want to get, get too old I don't want to talk about my experience with that movie so um be here for this weekend I'm going to be reviewing some really good fucking movies that came in I don't say what it is yet, but, um, and plus i might be doing a special, special edition video blog, and I'm definitely doing a lot of dedication on this blog, thanking a lot of people for introducing me to these DVDs I never heard about, and I'm glad I brought them. This is a, definitely a classic, it's Cyborg, part one, not two with Angelina Jolie, not three with Kato Katelyn as a mutant, this is one of the original and it's with Jean-Claude Van Damme and it's pretty much, it's the end of the world, post apocalyptic excuse post apocalyptic type of movie, excuse me how I'm saying it, but you guys know what I mean. <laughs> and, um, pretty much it's like about a virus that plagues the earth and, um, this, this cyborg actually had a cure for the data, like a cure for it, so these pirates end up kidnapping her, you know, and take her to Atlanta, so they can find new places to terrorize but the pirates are nasty the leader is the villain leader is really awesome like he's very scary looking and John Connor Van Damme as a good guy where trouble passed has something in common with the pirate and that's revenge so as meanwhile he met up with a girl who actually wants to save the cyborg because she has to kill so they gotta save the cyborg against the pirate so they go through all these so they go wandering around, finding the pirates while, meanwhile the pirates are wrecking havoc. And it's loads, loads of action, great fight scenes, and it's a classic, classic, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not that new school Van Damme, the classic Van Damme. Like, I like Van Damme, he did Bloodsport. Which, let me just say, Bloodsport had a couple of remakes, by the way. Bloodsport, was Blood actually a remake of the original Blood fight, and there was another one some similar to that with Bow with Bowler Young, it's funny. Because Bowler was in all three of those movies. And I forgot what movie it was. It wasn't it was a Short Brothers movie. I think it was called, I think it was the um, Boxers Omen, I think. Yeah, Boxers Omen. And it was weird because Bowler Young was in Bloodfight, Boxers Omen, and Bloodsport, And he played the villain in all of them, except for Boxers Omen of course. But pretty much checked the um, John Clark Van Damme movie on Bloodsport, Kickboxer, a definitely classic, Cyborg of course, which I'm doing right now. Um, Lionheart, Death War was pretty good too. Um, pretty much those are like my favorite John Clive, or oh, Universal Soldiers 1 too. And uh, coming up soon, uh, there is a part 3 coming up also with John Van Damme in it. So those are pretty much, like, I would say, my favorite John Clive Van Damme movies. Of his action days, of his early days. There's some new stuff that he did now, straight to give that's also good. But I can't remember them because... There's so much to go through. Anyway, um, like I say, Cyborg, End of the World, Van Damme gets revenge on the pirates that messed with his mess with his loved one and her and her kids. And the ending fight scene is fucking awesome, also, when it's raining and you got that showdown with hero versus master villain. And the, let me say, the villain is nasty. He's scary too. And my favorite scene is when Van Damme is like they hang him like crucify. They crucifix him. And if I never remember his past and he gets mad pissed and he's breaking down the wood and the, the cross just falls down, man. It's fucking awesome. A lot of impact. And um I remember when my co no, actually when I was a kid, a student in Junior High School that I grew up with actually had a cyborg comic book. So if anybody remembers the cyborg comic book, let me know because it's very it's been a long time I remember that. But anyway, cyborg, check it out. Pace by, and just remember, there'll be others in the early '90s collection of action movies I'll be doing soon. But there's so many movies I have to review also, so just stick with. Hey, guys and gals! Today I'll be talking about the movie Curse of Chucky. And um let me just say, I saw this one on demand, and I decided not to buy the Blu-ray. I decided to save my money and spend the four dollars instead. And um, first, first off, I want to give a shout out to two people. One is Marvin Diaz, who's my my co-worker, he rented from Redbox, and I asked him about the deleted scenes, let me ask him, is it worth buying the movie with the deleted scenes also, he told me it was mostly like talking, you know, more of a backstory of characters, so I was like, okay, I can skip that, you know, But, um, but I gotta give a major shout out to this guy, this kid is awesome, man, check his YouTube channel page out, and I gotta say he gotta be the biggest, biggest Charles Play movie fan next to my friend Marvin Diaz, who's also a big fan of the Charles Play series. And um his name is Charles Play Movie One movies one and um he, he got, got a lot of good videos. He definitely broke down the Charles Play series and because of him I would say he's the one that convinced me as a viewer to definitely check this movie out with confidence. Um Crystal Chucky, I was talking about it also, I was excited. But now the movie was here a few days ago, finally started on demand. And what do I think of it now? I thought it I thought it was injo- enjoyable to watch, but thanks to the twist ending when the credits rolled up, I kind of liked that even more because at least to me it gave this series a closure. And you know what? I'll hope after this they're gonna reboot it. So if they're gonna close the series. I would say it ended with this movie, the end. But um. Because of Chucky, man. Um, if you, you already know the story, uh, this will contain spoilers. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about, about the spoilers, like haven't, like none of you haven't heard about it already. I mean, come on. So, spoilers will be in this. All right. So, the movie is about this girl in the wheelchair, right? Uh, she, she got her mom got packaged in the mailbox, and it was the good guy doll, the Chucky doll. Um, the girl in the wheelchair, her mom died, and she pretty much have the house to, your house to herself, pretty much, she's like rich, you know. Then she have family members coming over, you got a priest, you got a nanny, you got a sister, you got the sister's older sister's husband, her daughter, you know, and the older sister's pretty much, she wants ha- most of the money, you know, for herself, and trying to convince her younger sister to sell the house, of course the younger sister ain't gonna sell the house. And of course, fast forward the story, I'm to make it real easy, Um, people start dying in the house, you know. Every time, some, every time somebody in the house of dollars is there, pretty much. And, um, the kill scenes in this movie, man, I, I wanted it to be a little bit more better, you know. Don't get me wrong, the kill scenes were decent, you know. Nothing new that you haven't seen in any horror movie. But when it comes to the Charles Play franchise in that universe, right, my opinion, I enjoyed the kill scenes in all five of the Chucky's movies. I'm saying it right here in your face. Better yet, I'll take the fucking glasses off and say it right from the camera, after I contact. I enjoy the kill scenes in 1, 2, 3, 4, which is Bride, and 5, which is Seed of Chucky. And I know a lot of people trash Bride and Seed, and I understand why, but you know what? The Kill, At least the kill scenes were good in it, you know what I'm saying? And um, But my most favorite would be 1, 2, and 3, you know? Because to me, Chucky was much more darker. Has the serious tone in my opinion, and I like it. So anyway, people start dying around the house. Chucky's killing them, and then you get to the final battle with the with Brad Dawes. who's his real, who plays the voice of Chucky. Also, the woman in the movie, the lead actress, is actually his daughter in real life, which you all know already. So it's the final showdown between those two, and as the lady you on know, the wheelchair has to survive against the evil Chucky doll. And, um, there have been scenes when you thought that the, the, the heroine actually killed Chucky. Chucky got right back up, even with his head chopped off. And he pushed the wheelchair and pushed her down, down like the, like the like the hallway, on top of the hallway, like. And she fell straight down the, straight down the first floor of the house. You know, I was like, you think she'll be dead, but she was, this bitch was still alive, man. Excuse me for saying the word bitch, I don't mean it like that. But then, Chucky's not explaining the story. And let me tell you, this character, Charles Lee Ray, who happens to be Chucky later on in the movie, of course. I mean, in the, since the beginning of the movie, excuse me. He was already fucking psycho and sick in his head already. Because they have this backstory for him now. Like, saying that when he was human, he fell in love with the girl's mother. So, pretty much, he has something to do with the father's death. And um, he got up so obsessed, and looked like he kidnapped... Um, the the heroine's mother before she was born, she was pr- the, heroine, the the mother of the, in this movie. She was pregnant with her while she was being captured by Charles Lee Ray, and then he got mad because she called the cops on him, and he used the knife to pretty much stab her stomach. So that the the heroine in this movie, the reason why she was on the wheelchair was because of Charles Lee Ray, A.K.A. Chucky, you know. So he he was the one to blame to be for being paralyzed. That's some fucked up shit, man, and then. It shows you the backstory. How remember the first part of the movie? How Charles Lee Ray went to the toy store. It shows you that in the backstory, Charles Lee Ray was on the run from the cops, and it shows you him in the toy in the toy store. And then, of course, voila! That's how he became Chucky, and you get many more sequels after that. So now back to the final battles, Chucky and versus the lady in the wheelchair, who, who's out of the wheelchair, of course, find the elevator. The cops come in, she starts screaming, the Chucky doll's sitting in the chair, while the cop thinks that the woman in the wheelchair is the one that killed this whole family in the house, so she, got, she gets arrested, she's like announced criminally insane pretty much, and she's cousin at the Chucky doll in the courthouse saying, I'm alive, still alive, and um, and at the end you get the police officer who who was in the courtroom, take the evidence back with the Chucky doll inside of it, and the cop guy died guess who was behind the truck guess what jennifer tilly now when i've heard jennifer tilly was in this movie that's when i was turned off by it that's when i decided that you know what i'm not pre-ordering this movie i, I want my, i'm not gonna buy this movie for 20 plus dollars that will that's what convinced me but when i saw Charles play movie one's review of it it kind of convinced me in another way of you know what check this movie out after all and it was because of the twist ended, or the credits ended at the end. That would convince me to get this movie, I mean, to order this movie on video on demand. Anyway, meanwhile, Jennifer Tilly's capital killed the police officer, and then, then she's telling the Chucky doll who's next. So, I don't know, the way the injury looks, I kind of agree with him. I think this movie do- does take place after Seed of, I mean, after Seed yeah, after Seed of Chucky after all. I mean, everybody says it was a sequel to um, Charles Play 3, and everybody said it was a prequel to Bride of Chucky, but really the reality is, this fucking movie was a sequel all this time, and I guess it was a surprise from the director and people who was behind this movie, because if people say it was it was a sequel to Seed, I don't think people would have gone to see this movie right away, you know, but come on, it's a Chucky movie, everybody will see this movie right away, you know, it doesn't matter if it was a sequel or it was Chucky out of space properly, people will be curious and see it anyway. But yeah, to me, I would have to agree. I think this movie is a sequel to see Because I'm going by the injuries. The injuries look like what he would have from Seed of Chucky. The way it looked. And, um... Anyway. While Jennifer Tilly went to the post office. Of course, the Chucky doll's in the box. She's gonna send it somewhere else. And this is what I need help on. Because it's like, I'm confused. Because this ending... is kind of confusing, right? Because the credit ending is easy at the end. That's easy to understand. But this ending... The box went to the, the house where, the, you know, the daughter, in the, the young daughter of the older sister in, the, in this movie? The box went to her house because she's being taken take care of by her grandmother. And um, Chucky's performing the Chambala um spell on her. You know, he's ready to transfer his soul to her body pretty much. But then when he gets to, like, the to behind her, you start seeing this woman gasping for air in the plastic bag. And I guess that's her grandmother, I guess. But still, did Chucky complete his mission or transfer the soul? And then I'm not sure and then you get your credits start rolling up at the end and you get this awesome ending, which I love so much. And I'll be wondering, is, there, is, is that twist ending at the end of the credit? Was it like two different endings? like pick the ending you want. you could pick the the, the Chucky soul transfer to the younger daughter of the older sister ending if you want? Or you could pick that twist ending after the ending credit when the box was sent to Andy Barclay's house. Yes, Andy is back, the original Andy, Alex Vincent, and with well, Alex, Alex Vincent's character, Andy picking up the phone, talking about Oh, it's his birthday. Chucky comes out the box. He's ready to kill Andy. Andy pull out a pull out his shotgun, and he said, "Play with this," you know. And then Chucky, time he's like, "Andy!" And boom, you hit a shotgun. Clack, you know what I'm saying, so I'm wondering what was Hollywood trying to do, you want, which ending do you want, I feel like they put like two different endings, that's what I think in my opinion, but all in all, I, I feel like Curse of Turkey wasn't enjoyable to watch, Um, it wasn't bad, bad or anything, even though I wanted a little bit more, but um, it was enjoyable, so i say check it out, I mean definitely, um, whatever you want, Um, I will probably see the deleted scenes in the future, I mean, I know Netflix will have this available in in November, so I will rent the DVD version for the scenes. but as for the movie itself, I think I got my video on Demand Money's worth out of it anyway. Anyway, that's my opinion. Peace, guys. See you later. And, um, I saw a real cool movie. And um, this movie getting a lot of bad reviews. And this is part of the, uh, another movie I saw from the Eastern Horror Collection. Which the last Eastern Horror Collection that I reviewed was Calamity of the Snakes. Well, this is a movie called Robo Vampires. And it came out a long time ago. I remember seeing this movie long ago, but the car sounded stupid to me. Well, this is like an Asian version of Robocop. But well, Robocop kind of battling vampires, you know those walking vampires that you see like in the movie, Mr. Vampire, for example. But this is so fucking low budget. I'm not saying the movie was bad or good. You know what I'm saying? It was to me like a splice movie. I mean, you could tell those scenes are cut off left and right. see that it only make sense. So this movie had to be spliced. Of course, spliced. That's what I think it is. And, um... The point of it, the movie did, I admit, the movie did entertain me, but to an average movie viewer, you might think it's bad because it's so low budget, and the Robocop suit that this guy has is so horrible, and the vampires are so stupid looking. But I'm sorry, but speaking for me, I love the movie. I mean, it was I didn't say it was great, but it was good. To me, I enjoy it. Um, it had the action movies, you know what I'm saying, horror, comedy. Little bit of drama with the two ghosts and a vampire. Couple making out in unusual ways. No sex no intercourse with sex or anything, but you know, those was kinda of whips here. A vampire and a ghost making out in their own way. <laughs> anyway, um lower vampire, rented or buy it because if or you buy it's because it might be curious. So that's another review for me, movie buffer and I'll be doing another movie soon. I don't know.